Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and whew, let me tell you, last night, I was up late, boy. It was game five, do or die, tilt game to the extreme, and we had the Milwaukee Bucks, winners of two in a row to even up the semifinal Eastern Conference Series with the Brooklyn Nets. All the momentum, all the everything. Kyrie out, injured. Harden didn't know right up until tip-off, but he was able to play. But everybody under the assumption, he was out. And it was going to be KD solo. Can he do it? Could he be K-Solo? And you know what? Harden wound up playing, but it was one hell of a game last night. It was like out of a, 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 a movie. At first, Brooklyn couldn't hit anything. They were rushing. They looked nervous. They just looked like they were out of whack, out of sorts, feeling the pressure of the moment. And Milwaukee, they came to play. They couldn't miss. They were hitting threes, all the easy layups. They were just making and controlling the flow of the game. Then Brooklyn made some some adjustments, and the second half came. And all I got to say is Brooklyn's finest in Kevin Durant came to play last night. I mean, last night, it was a historic performance in a 114-108 victory to take the 3-2 lead over the Bucks in the East semifinals. Kevin Durant, in this game, had 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. And if you want to know what he did, oh, well, how did he shoot? 16 for 23 field goals, 4 from 9 for 3. And let me tell you something else about last night. What made it historic, 40.15 rebound, 10 assists in a playoff game. He is the fourth person to do that. 1963 was Oscar Robinson, Charles Barkley in 93. Last year, Luka Doncic. And this year, Kevin Durant. I mean, as I'm watching this game, right, there was a point where you started thinking to yourself, man, he needs, like, to take over this game. But he was being patient. And early on in the game, what was happening was was that you had players like Jeff Green, who had a playoff career high in points with 27, going 7 for 8 from 3-point. I'm not saying Jeff Green was able to right the ship but what he was able to do early on in the game is let let Kevin Durant know he had a running mate he had somebody that could be out there and produce from a points perspective because James Harden was there and you were like okay if James Harden could play what could he do he was there as a threat but the, 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 the rhythm was off he just was Ineffective. He went one for 10 from the field. He had five points. And he did, though, have six points, eight rebounds. I mean, yeah, six points, eight assists. So I think what it was with James Harden was the threat. Because, okay, he did go 0 for 8 from three. But a hamstring injury, you still have to sit there and say to yourself, he's a threat if he's playing. And, you know, he was being the primary ball handler and facilitator, I think, is where he maximized his potential last night. 
Because everybody's coming into this game thinking, if it's Kevin Durant, who else is going to score? Well, like I said, I mean, you had 27 from Jeff Green. Blake Griffith chipped in with 17. And whenever there was a bucket that needed to be had, it was Kevin Durant that got it for you. And the thing that I liked most about this game was that it wasn't that, obviously, Kevin Durant is bringing the ball up. He's the one where the ball's going to go through him every play. But there were times in the second half where they were making their comeback, and it was like, okay, Milwaukee missed. They need to score to creep back into this game. And Kevin Durant will come, and right when you thought he's going to take over this game scoring, he started passing. I mean, you're talking like guys like Landry Schmidt. Oh, damn it. You had guys like, um, you know, Bruce Brown, Joe Harris. Catch, I mean, Joe Harris, he had a type of game. But, I mean, my point is, is that with this, what, what I appreciated most about Kevin Durant's performance last night was not the 49 points. It was the 10 assists and his defense. Because he was getting key rebounds at critical junctures in his game. When the game was on the line, he wasn't running away from the challenge. He was Ding up Giannis. Then there was the pick and roll switch. He would take he, 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 he would take on Drew Holiday. And then maybe there'd be a third switch and he'd be on Middleton. And he was accepting all of the smoke last night. I mean Durant was giving out barbecue chicken plates. I mean, how would you like your barbecue chicken? You want it extra spicy? You want yours just plain grilled? You want yours with honey smoked barbecue? I mean, he Durant was just cooking last night. Every time, if he missed, it felt like there was something wrong with the rim, not him. Because it just felt like he just pull up, barbecue chicken, grilled chicken plate ready, chicken francaise plate ready, chicken parmesan plate ready. I mean, he was just, and the thing is, what makes, and we all know this, what makes Durant so, 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 so special to me is that when he comes down the court and he just raises up, you can't block his shot. This dude is seven feet. And when he jumps, who is going to jump that high with him? So his advantage is when he raises up, ain't nobody blocking the shot. And it's just a flick at the wrist and the range. He wasn't knocking down logo threes, but he was hitting threes where it was like, if you take this, you better, yes, he made that three type of shots last night. And when he gets in the paint, come on, man. All he needs is like one stride and he can just jump off of one leg and bang it on anybody. This wasn't a game that defined Kevin Durant's career. He's a champ, a multi-champion in the NBA. But what this game does is Add to the lore and the legacy of LeBron James. I said LeBron James, of Kevin Durant. I'm thinking of LeBron James because last night's game reminded me of the game, that LeBron elimination game in Boston when LeBron was on the Heat. And nobody thought that the Heat were going to win that game. And LeBron James had a performance, I think it was like 30-some-odd points, but a performance similar to last night and won a crucial game in Boston. And then he did everything similar to Durant, where each time down the court, offensively, Durant is going to touch the ball and be in complete control of what's going on. 
Defensively, the plays that had to be made, LeBron did it then, Durant did it last night. This is going to be the type of game when Durant's career is is over, you look back and you're going to say, that 49-point game five win, must. I don't want to say it's a must win because it wasn't an elimination. The game five, we needed win. They're going to look back on this game. And don't let the Nets win the championship because you're going to look back and say, this was the jump-off point. Because what this game last night does show you is, is that Kevin Durant is fully back off that Achilles injury, and he's that dude. And what you wanted to know last night is, could the others, could the others, not Harden, not Kyrie, step in, step up, and run with Durant? And you saw that they were able to do that. And now they have the confidence to know, if I do my job, KD is going to be great. All I need to do is do my job. What a game last night, man. What a game. I mean, and the sad part about this is, unfortunately, the the flip side is, what does this do to Giannis Antetokounmpo, the, the Greek freak? He had an amazing game as well. 34 points, 12 rebounds, couple of assists, two blocks. Went two for four from three. Giannis is developing that shot. But what's disappointing to me is, is that in this game, when it was teetering, and I'm talking like two-point lead, three-point lead, one-point lead, I did not see that tenacity, that give me the ball, get the hell up out my way mentality out of Giannis that I saw from Durant. And I know people are going to sit there and say, well, what if? why does he have to do that for you, Greg? He doesn't have to do that for you. Maybe that's not in his game. You know what? There comes a time where when you are the best player on your team, you need and you need to be the guy that shows up and blows up, win or lose. And there were times, and look, Giannis had a great game, but there were times where he was settling. He wasn't taking. He was accepting. And I think, in order to be a real champion in, in life, as well as a champion in sports, there come moments where it's no more, I'm going to take, no, I'm going to accept what you give me. It's give me that. I'm taking that. Yeah, but I don't care what you have to say. Somebody say something funny. That's the mentality that you got to have. That's what the great, and I know some of them, like, like Steph Curry, you don't see that outside. Because he's always shimmying and smiling and dancing. But he, they call him the babyface assassin for one reason. That dude will come up and splack out from the logo in your mouth. Taking the victory from you. And this loss really affects the Milwaukee Bucks. Because mentally, you're thinking to yourself, last night was the best opportunity in this series for them to win and take control of this series. Now, can they do it in Milwaukee? Who knows? Because now the Nets believe. Because belief is everything. Because there's some people that aren't talented but believe that they are and have gotten really far in life. Belief is everything. And I believe now that the Nets, the the players, everybody, they believe like we're going to win the chip. No matter what, it's in our destiny. 
And I think last night, this 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 brightens the light on Kevin Durant and how great he is. And this dims the light on Giannis and how great he is. He's a great player. But he's in this modern era. He's just limited. And you can't say that they didn't surround him with talent. Because there is talent on this team. You know? I mean, you have Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. You acquired P.J. Tucker. He's not the guy that's going to score. He's the guy that could D up. Last night, he just was roasted by anybody who's going to be roasted by Kevin Durant last night. But, you know, you do have uh, uh, other guys on the team like, you know, Pat um, Kenna Houghton. You have Bobby Portis. You got guys that could get busy. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, is this the best opportunity for this current team to win a title? Are they going to break it up? No. But it almost feels like Giannis time for big money. Could you or he get other free agents to come? I don't know. I don't have the answer for that, to that question. But what I do know is what this does for Brooklyn, man, I'm telling you, you telling me. Now, imagine the Bucks come out and win game six. The thing is this. I would have all the confidence in the world that the Nets could win a game seven. Now, there's breaking news in the NBA. Um, it seems as though that sources report and I'm on ESPN.com. So I'm not, you know, saying things that are out of school that, um, Kawhi Leonard forward of the Los Angeles Clippers could miss the rest of the series semifinals against the Utah Jazz with a knee injury. Kawhi is expected to miss the Clippers game five and could be out the rest of the series with his knee injury. That's very, 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 very unfortunate for the Clippers because now that puts everything on Paul George's shoulders. Now, the thing is this. Donovan Mitchell could say he's fine, he's whatever. He's not at 100% either. Is Conley coming back? Who knows? But now you feel that for the Clippers, after beating Dallas and maybe getting some of that swag back, that that was an opportunity for them to say, no Lakers, we could really make a push to the finals and see what happens against the Nets. Now, I don't know if they could beat the uh, the Jazz if they don't have Kawhi. Shame. That's a real shame. One um, last thing before I get to the positive quote is I've really been wanting to get into um, soccer other than the World Cup. And I'm getting into the Euro Cup as well as the Copa America. And... It's pretty cool, man, watching countries and the fans especially. I mean, when you're watching the World Cup, it's on a different level. But when you're watching these Euro and Copa America, it's not as big. And obviously, it's smaller in size due to the pandemic. But when you're watching these fans just go bananas and the pride of the players that they have, I mean, oh, goodness gracious, man. I mean, yesterday, watching Germany and, and France play, I mean, the speed that France has, Mbappe, my goodness. And I'm watching the Copas and just, you know, Brazil. Look, 
Brazil is one of those teams where every year they come in as a contender and World Cup-wise, they haven't had it done. But in terms of the Copas, they are the defending champion and they look damn good, man. They look damn good. Now it's not all Neymar. They have other players that they could count on and not have to worry about other teams beating up Neymar and they are left with nobody that can score. They have other players now. But the Copas... And the Euros, very exciting. So um, let me wrap this episode up here. I'm going to wrap it up with a positive quote. Positive quote is one on life. You know, I know times could be down for some people dealing with the pandemic or whatever. You know, you never know. When you feel anger from somebody else or what the hell is wrong with that person, you don't know what's going on with them or their life. And sometimes you just got to chalk it up to maybe I didn't do something to piss them off for them to react that way. Maybe they're just venting because they could be going through a personal tragedy, you know? So um, with this positive quote on life, it goes like this. Where ignorance is our master, there is no possibility of real peace. The way to change others' minds is with affection and not anger. Remember, that sometimes not getting what you want is also a wonderful stroke of luck. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.